pandemic, 2020 was a pretty crazy year. And if there was anything that we learned, it is that we need to be resilient, no matter what. With that being said, a large portion of mental and emotional resilience is learning how to improve yourself before executing your plans and goals. We have all the time in the world to think and imagine, but how proactive those thoughts are, along with improving yourself and the people around you, makes all the difference. I'm Angelina. And I'm Tony. And as two college students, we struggle with the change in our environment from being at school to balancing learning from home, work, and with personal relationships. We most definitely were not the only ones that had to overcome obstacles, nor did we struggle the most, which is why we wanted to create Reaching Resilience. Reaching Resilience is more than just a platform. It is a voice that comes from personal experience and outlook on traversing our crazy world as an up-and-coming young or full-fledged adult. There is no recipe or formula anyone can directly follow to succeed, but our conversations are aimed towards paving a solid foundation for personal and career success for people from all different backgrounds. And they are backed by strong mental, physical, and emotional health advice that helped us and can spread beyond our lives. While we are not professionals, we wanted to share our experiences and what we have learned within the past year as it has helped us stay positive amongst darker times. Launching in March 2021, we will be releasing weekly episodes with tips and tricks on how to be the best versions of ourselves to find purpose and happiness and to continue to be resilient. So in order to fully build confidence and to find your purpose, there are certain steps and routines that should be followed. Today, we are going to be talking about the importance of routines and healthy habits. Now, I wanted to start today's discussion with uh, saying and understanding how it's very important to set a background for routine building, just knowing where to start. Because even approaching the idea of forming habits and routines takes a good amount of time. And you also need to have some variance and change with how you're going to build a solid foundation for the schedule or routine. Exactly. And forming a healthy balance of routine building and making sure that you're incorporating free time is much easier said than done. The boundaries between them have become all the more blurred from COVID. As many know, majority of people are now working at home or continuing their educations virtually. However, much of the former boundaries of our old routines were built on for our lives no longer exist. It is more difficult to self-motivate when creating and maintaining a routine and overall ensuring a general balance when most of your day-to-day life and activities are done in the same indoor space. Right, right. But the key is also finding this balance through focusing on what you will best contribute with your motivation to your desired routine and outcome in the long run. Now, what that really means is, is not to take the path of least resistance, but maybe the more difficult one that might be the most needed for how you're feeling or what might solve your problems or issues that you feel with yourself, with your environment, or with with what you're capable of. It's really all about working towards the goal or several goals that you know you want to build for, for and toward, but also the journey you know you can handle and reach at a reasonable pace with the correct resources. Exactly. And you may even have to reinvent your daily lifestyle in order to empower and build on the routine for what comes next. And this is an example of using a cyclical pattern to your advantage to better yourself as a person. You have to force yourself into change sometimes while doing it at a pace that will encourage you to continue and naturally fall into the flow of your healthy habits and routine blueprint. 
Now, what are some common but more long-term routines that most people probably have struggled with? Well, obviously, you can name the main ones that most people would have gone through, like uh, fixing your sleeping patterns, finding times to exercise and balance everything and stay in shape, along with healthy eating, or even trying to stay on top of work or school project deadlines. Like the, the list can just keep going on and on. But what's important is that we all have been through similar things and struggle with it. But I believe that the amount of struggle is mostly due to the most crucial routines also being the most hard to maintain and dynamic ones. It's really mainly a battle of what we currently do versus what we have the potential to do. Adapting to a large-scale change without the required time or resources to do so makes the routine almost or unattainable. But either pacing the time it takes to the goal or applying more resources, like using either uh, method of getting there, conserving your focus and dedication to what you desire can increase your ceiling of opportunity. Now, structure from these routines gives us all a sense of control, which most people thrive off of. Control motivates motivates us to branch out of our comfort zones. And conversely, loss of control with something as small as even an hour of your time or something that you are really looking forward to or a significant life event might not always be a bad thing. Try this at the end of your day. It should only take really around 20 minutes. It's something that both Angelina and I do to track our productivity personally. So get yourself a notepad, either physical or digital with technology and a pen and simply make two columns for the first column write down a list of things that you did that particular day and then in the other column either to the right or to the left write what you could not get done and why details are always much appreciated but with this method you can physically see all of your accomplishments and other tasks that you might not have been able to get to it is okay not to finish things but it's not healthy long term to continue to put something off without taking the time to even process why you couldn't do it because it just creates festering negativity and breeds procrastination. Exactly. And also another part of, you know, building routines and just adding different change to your lifestyle, anticipation anxiety, that plays a huge role in this. And during the peak of COVID, and honestly, even before COVID was even a thing, I struggled with this a lot. I had a lot of anxiety around what was going on in the world, but also because I lost a sense of control over my daily routine. I didn't have school to go to at certain times. I didn't have my job to go to at certain times on certain days. And I had all this free time that I just did not know what to do with. And I really had to force myself to create some sort of structure and routine so that most of my time was filled whether it was doing like yoga or stretching for 30 minutes in between my classes or reading a chapter from a book. And it can, you know, get annoying to just have the same thing every day, like knowing, okay, from 2 to 2.30, I'm going to do yoga. But a fun way that I kind of did it was I got a glass jar and I had some popsicle sticks and I just wrote down on the popsicle sticks like different random activities I could do like watching a show or like I said earlier doing yoga and whenever I'd have free time I would pull out one popsicle and I would think whenever I'd have free time I would pull out one popsicle and whatever was on that popsicle stick is what I would do so if I pulled it out and it said okay watch an episode of The Office I would watch an episode of The Office 
I mean, I would always switch it if it was something I didn't want to do in the moment, Mm -hmm. but it kind of at least is more, it makes it a little bit more spontaneous than knowing every single day at this time, you know, because you don't want to over control your daily routine, you know, being spontaneous and doing different things on a daily basis. is It's great. It's healthy. But as someone that struggles with anxiety, having too much time and not absolutely not knowing what to do with it definitely made it harder. So that was one way that I personalized my routine and just personalized the process of routine building. And another aspect of this is when you feel and when you are also being more productive, you tend to stress less. Because again, when we have this excess free time, we most of us spend it overthinking. You know, we think about a conversation from three months ago and how it could have gotten better. Or, you know, we think about an embarrassing moment that we had as a child or that we probably had last week because, you know, knowing myself, I always have embarrassing moments. But, you know, that's why when you're productive, it distracts you. And studies have shown that a lack of routine correlates to marginally less sleep, but that gap also does grow over time. So as I have been able to create a routine, I have definitely felt a decrease in anxiety and stress because I have my excess free time occupied. And what's important to note in that is just because you find something to do during your free time, again, it doesn't mean that you're not having the time to relax. Knowing my busy schedule from working multiple jobs and you know, having school, I do have to schedule time that I'm going to take care of myself. Like I tell myself, okay, from 10 to 11, I'm going to do a face mask. I'm going to read a chapter from one of my books that I love to read, whether it's a book I've read or a new book. You know, you do have to schedule that time sometimes. However, it's still self-care and it's still a relaxing time. And scheduling also is helpful in the sense that it gives you something to look forward to which will in turn motivate you to kind of get your other work done because you'll know, okay, if I, once I finish this assignment, I'm going to have 30 minutes to myself. I'm going to turn off my phone and I'm just going to watch an episode of my favorite show. Definitely. And on the topic of scheduling and self-care, another, I would say, essential aspect of forming routines and healthy habits is just a healthy dose of self-discipline. Now, what I mean by that is just understanding and eventually accepting the importance of your need for a commitment for time. Discipline, as well as support towards yourself, can help you reach your goals more effectively. And this even goes beyond like the person or you forming the routine yourself, since it becomes more complicated when other people in your life fall into the mix. Now, me and Angelina have an example for you, where family and friends as well as other social obligations can cause a sudden like disrupt and change in the routine. Now, I don't mean that in a rude way, but I mean, life happens and your routines can sometimes get slightly jambled or mixed up in other affairs with your family or plans that you might not have known about or forgotten about. Now, how would you react to such a sudden change in an otherwise solid routine? And to be honest, it really depends on the flexibility. Yeah. I mean, I know that as a person, I'm I'm not the most flexible. I'm I'm working on it, but I know Tony can attest to it that sometimes I don't do great with last minute changes and that's okay. You know, I mean, I don't really freak out about it, but it does stress me out for a moment because I'm like, oh my God, I have to go be somewhere in two hours that I forgot I had to go to, but I have all this work to get done. When that happens, I just take a deep breath 
and I really look at it. If it's work that like, let's say it's an assignment, if it's an assignment that is due by midnight that day, and I know that what I am about to do, like if I forgot I had dinner plans with Tony, I would, you know, if it's something really serious, I would probably just ask him to reschedule. But at the same time, if it's something that I know is just something I wanted to get done that day, and maybe it's not that urgent, then I would go and I would reward myself because we all have our limits. You know, we all have a moment that Sometimes you need to just cancel what's on the rest of your day and you need to just take the rest of your day for yourself and that's okay. Yeah, I really think the emphasis should go on the boundaries of your limits. Know when to not settle for them and just stick to your guns and just know what you want to do and be firm about it. Now, back to what I said before, um, it is very dependent on your flexibility because that's something I also struggle with in many different ways. And what I sort of do to kind of ease the confusion of like establishing flexibility and knowing how to schedule everything for myself is that I kind of mentally process it in several paths that I can opt to take. I can either rigidly stick to my routine and not change it and be a little bit on the selfish side, which isn't always a bad thing, but sometimes isn't always the best decision. I can compromise and balance what I had planned with what a family or friend really wanted to do. Now, I personally do that the most because I am more of a go with the flow type of guy where I would hear something and be like, oh, that's cool. I'll try that out and not forget about my routine, but kind of just blend it in with something else, but also establish necessary balance. And the last option is personally when I do the least, which is being complacent with losing like control over your routine cycle, because that is obviously a negative thing. That's like going too far on the other end where you just fall into this habit of just doing something that will distract you and you'll procrastinate. Yeah. And to briefly touch upon that last point, to be completely complacent with losing your losing control over your routine, you want to make sure that the people in your circle respect the fact that you have a routine because knowing at my looking at my friend circle um I know that not everyone likes to follow routine. I have people that I'm friends with that are like very go with the flow. They just wake up and they, in that moment, hour by hour, decide what they're doing for the day. And that's okay. Again, there is nothing wrong with that. However, I'm different. And so I need to make sure that, let's say they invite me somewhere. And if I can't go, then I need them to respect that decision as I would respect theirs. You want to make sure that you're friends with people that will support you and respect your decisions. Because that ultimately is what will help lead you to success. It's people that want to, people that want to see you successful. People that are your cheerleaders. Right, and I know my friends, and you definitely know my friends. <laughs> we um, so I have my friends from college, I have my old buddies from high school, and then I have my boys from like elementary school. They're three different groups of friends, and rarely have they ever mixed, and they're all very different types of people, and I love them all for that. But. Sometimes that gets really stressful to balance just who I'm hanging out with at any given time. It's like sometimes like uh, we are a little more go with the flow and impromptu. But other times like some of my friends are very specific with what they want. And I'm not really either. I'm kind of in the middle where I'm okay with having a strict routine or having a balance. But what's really important is I'm not okay with letting them decide for me. I make that very clear with my friends that I like to do what I like to do, but I'm always game for whatever they want to. 
It's really all about how you communicate what you want with other people, because that is like a vessel for you to also understand yourself and how you want to build your own routines, whether it be just a simple one on like that you want to have going every day for five minutes or a long-term goal that you can see yourself realistically achieving by dedicating a lot of resources towards. Right. And that's, you know, healthy communication is also something that we will be talking about later this season, but just really at the end of the day, your routine needs to be what works for you. You don't, and you shouldn't care about what other people think of your routine. Because I've had so many people tell me like, oh, that's too much to do in one day. But listen, you know, I'm a realtor. I go to school full time. I also work as a legal immigration specialist at at a law firm. So, you know, yes, it's a lot. But I know that I can handle it. And there's people that do more than me. There's people that do a little bit less than me. But everyone's work that they schedule is meaningful to them. And as long as you're following a routine that consists of things that is meaningful to you, and that's what you want to do and what you know that, you know, you need to do, because, you know, not everyone likes going to school. And that's also okay. But you just want to make sure that what you put on your routine, what you put on your daily schedule is something that is meaningful to you, that's going to help you grow as a person, and what's ultimately going to help you succeed. Other than that, as long as it meets that criteria, don't listen to what anyone else says. And that's something that I've struggled with a lot, not just in routine building, but just thinking about, you know, what people are thinking of me and saying of me. And that's also something that we're going to get to later on. But, you know, that's something that's really important. Right, Tom? Exactly. You really need to start with yourself because uh, it branches out to other people and affects other people based on how your social dynamic and the way you build your routines really comes across. Like uh, chaos is like kind of rules my life in terms of my a lot of my structure with my like weekly routine my daily routine but what really throws it into place is my desire to finish school with a bang and do really well graduate with a good gpa have good uh recommendations from my boss at my current job or from a good teacher that i was close with it's really just about establishing your goal and having that be like your little light at the end of the tunnel and the tunnel being kind of your way to navigate and roadmap what you want your routines to be. Because I see routines as like the base of your temple of success. Now let's go a little further into the discussion of forming healthy habits, because you may not even notice, but we really form habits with almost every aspect of our lives and almost each and every day. They may be as simple as brushing your teeth when you first wake up or X amount of times, or with washing the dishes after you eat. But it is really important to dive deeper into assessing our habits with whether or not they are truly good or bad for us. I'm a type of person that I like to make things into kind of a competition or a game, but in a healthy way. And you can kind of apply forming new healthy habits and breaking old ones as wanting to take part in a competition of some sort. You could think about forming new healthy habits and breaking old ones as wanting to take part in a competition of some sort. If you have not been preparing for the competition, you're not just going to go and sign up. Instead, you're going to begin training for it until it becomes second nature and you feel like you're prepared. A healthy habit, for example, that I have tried to form is eating healthier. And at first, it was super hard for me to break 
those cravings of, you know, different snacks, especially when I'm studying or watching a movie. And not going to lie, I still do that sometimes. But again, this all ties back to the importance of routines because it's easier to create a routine than it is for it to become a habit because you can create a routine without actually following it, which again is something that I am too familiar with. Yeah, and routines forming into very healthy habits in and of itself also really helps strengthen one's work ethic. Much of the habit building and the practice of building these habits comes from conditioning your mind to think a certain way or to finish a certain task. Your physical accomplishments and activities from these habits stem from how you solve these daily dilemmas and conflicts in your life. It really can be all relative to the amount of conditioning and self-preparation that's suited for each person's needs. Now, I can speak from personal experience that in order to properly maintain a very difficult but also healthy habit in general is that I need to take on other ones as well to kind of view it as like a multi-step journey and just getting to what I want, where I want to be. I want to see the greatest results with this route of habit building by really just taking on a set amount of things that I want to improve and prioritizing them in like a set list. For instance, if I stick to my usual routine of working out every other day, I will also take on more simple but also positive habits of watching new workout video routines from different uh, YouTubers, uh, details on building certain databases and practicing from one of my college courses, and then also listening to new music in my free time. It's like little things like that that really encourage me to further better myself and also understand that all of our healthy habit building is really a journey that has no limit or end. And something else that I want to note is, you know, you can Google how long does it take to break habits or how long does it take to form new ones? And Tony makes fun of me because I literally Google everything. And, you know, when you Google things like this, you will see different answers such as 18 days, 21 days, three months, 66 days. However, from personal experience, I believe It depends on how well you do with self-discipline, whether or not you're cutting the habit off cold turkey or you're slowly leveling off at a different pace than, you know, maybe someone else's. And at the end of the day, it really just comes down to how bad you want it. You know, a very maybe silly or just stupid example, or I see it kind of as silly, is I used to bite my nails all the time because I'm a very anxious person. And it just honestly even became a habit to where I don't even do it when I'm anxious. I would just catch myself doing it. But all the discussion with COVID, when it started popping up and how easily contagious it was, honestly scared me so straight that I stopped biting my nails completely. And that was a way that I have cut off a habit, a habit called turkey. However, I've done it by leveling off as well. For example, with my healthy eating. You know, I went from eating, you know, whatever I wanted every single day to I gave myself two or three days that I'm going to be super strict during the week. And then I kind of increased it and increased it to where I kind of have just one cheat day um, every single week. And 
that's okay. You know, even if you're cutting a habit off cold turkey in one instance and then leveling off in a different one, that's fine because again, different habits have different meanings to us and we've been doing different habits for some longer and some shorter times. And there are so many people out there that will give you different advice and tools that either may or may not help. But unless you take the initiative and the action to start making the changes, you're not going to be able to fully achieve what you're hoping for. And again, like I said, don't get me wrong. I have done this and I still do this. You know, Tony and I, we're here practicing the same things that we are telling you guys about. And we're all going to do it together. I have wanted to get into like journaling, for example, and practicing meditation and mindfulness for a while now. I have absolutely everything I need. I have so many journals, so many prompts, but I'm still struggling to really bring myself and force myself to do it. And I am still trying to break out of this habit and it is hard. But what keeps me from getting so discouraged is once you break through and start making progress, even small baby steps towards these new healthy habits, everything else is slowly going to start falling into place because everything that we're going to talk about and really everything that has to do with healthy habits, it's all on a journey to self-improvement and finding your purpose and building yourself up. It also all comes down to confidence. Yeah, the journey is never really something that is like set in stone. It's not going to be point A to point B. Like with you said, with uh, the whole routine of you slowly easing out and the different uh, foods you eat, like your, your diet and everything, which is great. It's absolutely amazing. Something that I really want to, and am starting to take from. And the only thing is with a journey, right? You, you see a lot of different areas where you really want to improve yourself and also be very strict with how you get there in order to fully achieve it to the way you want it. A large part of it is also rewarding yourself. There is balance with everything, including even strict habits. Now, with rewarding yourself, you really should celebrate the little things. And what I mean by that is any small or silly accomplishment that you see as small or silly is still an accomplishment. You should still be proud of yourself and always have the confidence in yourself to believe that it's a little benchmark that's really paving the way for something bigger and greater. Yeah, and, you know, an accomplishment doesn't have to be something extravagant, like going to a fancy place. It can honestly be like going to Starbucks and getting your favorite drink. I know I do that. When I had a really, like, hard exam or a really big project, as soon as I finally hit that submit button, you already know that I am heading to Starbucks to get my pink drink. It's true. She's always going there, asking me <laughs> sometimes to get it for her. It happens, but it's true. Now, with my personal method of self-rewarding, may not be as glamorous as Starbucks, but it's just to have the reward itself not be anything specific, like maybe like a burger or something, like food or uh, time to myself. The reward doesn't need to be clear and present from the beginning. It just needs to be something that acts as like a carrot on a stick that lures me and attracts me to keep trying, to keep going and persevering towards my goal. And that's why I love having a physical planner because, you know, yes, everything is virtual, digital now. We are able to make, you know, documents and checklists on our phone. But what I really love about a physical planner 
is after a few weeks of you, you know, going in, writing things to do and checking those off, if you're ever feeling discouraged, you can go back the last few weeks and see all those check marks. And you're going to see all the things that you have accomplished. And that in and of itself is a reward. It feels rewarding because you feel successful. And I think that that is, you know, it can be something as small as that as having a reward. It's just, you really need to have your ideas kind of collected and organized and just really know what you want because then you'll be able to feel more comfortable with like a little slight reward along the way, but ultimately still kind of bring everything back and focus on what you really want to form with your habits. It's very important for anyone's mental health or physical wellness that you really stick to what you really want to do. And that may sound very general, I know, but it really should just be the route you want to take, the habit you want to build, as well as the mindset that you want to have going into building your healthy habits and routine. Yeah, and everything that we're going to be talking about is something that we have directly gone through and what we're still going through. So I don't want it to come off as we're preaching, but these are in a sense also proven techniques taken from different books that we've read because I have probably read over a hundred self-improvement books within the past three or four years. And these are the different techniques that, you know, the top CEOs and the people that are really like, you know, making that money and living their best life. These are the little things they do. And it has to be small steps in order to achieve that big end goal of finding your purpose, which we want to help find you. We want to help you guys find that as well as work on strengthening our own. Exactly. Like personal experience is at the end of the day, more relatable and sometimes more inspiring at times than something you'll find out of a book or something more foreign or kind of stale in concept. You really just want to just adapt and kind of overcome what you're feeling and thinking in terms of anything that could discourage you from achieving a healthy habit. And we're, like Angelina said, we are here to share our experiences that may not necessarily relate directly to you, but can maybe help you draw some different ideas and perspectives on how you want to adopt and change these ideas for yourself. Customize them and personalize Essentially, yeah. You really, it's all about just collaborative thinking and positive mindsets and thinking, just how you want to get to your goal and the just how you want to make your life more efficient, better, however adjective you want to use or how you see it in your eyes. Put into practice what you are hearing. So, you know, tonight, try out column, try out writing out what your routine is. Make a routine for your next day or for the next week. You know, if you like the popsicle ideas to still include some spontaneity, go to the dollar store, get some popsicles, put it in a plastic bag even if you want as like, you know, a more right. affordable way. Yeah. Um, and try it out. See if it works for you. Get yourself that piece of paper and make the two columns of whether or not, you know, you're achieving what you want to be achieving. You're never going to know what works for you if you don't try it. Just unless you're one of those people that just kind of can naturally adapt to certain things, 
definitely start small. If there's anything that we want, like a key takeaway from this first episode, is that we want you guys to just start small, figure out while you're establishing where you want to start, where you want to go. Think of the things that you know you will slowly ease yourself into that you can eventually adapt and change yourself for. You want to make sure that you push yourself a little bit, but don't do it to the point where you're going to overwhelm yourself because you know, over feeling overwhelmed, feeling super stressed out, that's not going to help you achieve your goals. So see what works for you. And everyone's going to have different, you know, everyone is going to have different levels of how fast they can change some of their behavior, some of their habits, or how fast they can adapt to something. So you want to also make sure you don't compare yourself to people. Because while sometimes, you know, the society we grow up in, especially being very much based on social media and on pop culture, you're always hearing about someone that might be doing better than you. But at the end of the day, no one can be you. No one can achieve the things that you are going to achieve because you have your own journey on achieving those. And, you know, to sum everything up that we talked about is really just to be in tune with your body, in tune with your mind, and being self-aware about how you feel. And if something is not making you feel good, just change it. Having a routine and having healthy habits, it at the end of the day, it's supposed to make you feel good. It's supposed to, when you go to sleep at night and you put your head on your pillow and you know, you're or you're relaxing for the day or unwinding, you want to know that you feel that you were successful that day, that you achieved what you wanted to achieve. And if there are some days when you're down and you didn't do that, that's also okay. Don't beat yourself up because we all have our on and off days. And again, you kind of just want to hear your body. But as long as you're slowly moving towards your goals and making those healthy decisions, you will get there. And it's going to be so rewarding at each step you achieve that you will feel fulfilled and you will feel happy not only with yourself, but with your actions. Whatever habit or routine you find yourself chasing, just remember this. Start small while thinking big. And with that, we are going to end today's episode. Thanks for listening. Next week, we will be covering how to move past our fear of change and how that may hold us back from reaching our full potential. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Reaching Resilience for updates and bonus content. And most importantly, stay resilient. Thank you.